You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. So let's hook in and let's start with the world of football and the pre-season challenge. And this morning, you can give me your snap judgments. Snap Fitness on a mission to help you feel fantastic. Do you feel fantastic about the preseason challenge? What did you learn from it? What did you take away from it? And are there any real messages that you can look at your team and say, yep, that one works for me heading into round one? We know this. The Manly Ringer Seagulls, not too long ago, were the biggest rabble you could find. They were in all sorts of drama. Lost, what, seven games in a row last year? Tipped everything up, got rid of their coach, got a new one. We had pride. I mean, I could throw them at you willy-nilly. They're $100,000 richer today. And they haven't won really any silverware. But, gee, they won a few hearts, especially on the weekend with their performances under Anthony Seabold, under the new regime, Shane Flanagan alongside him, Jim Dimmick taking control of other things at the club as well. Still no Tom Trebojevich, still no Daly Cherry Evans, Lachlan Croker, player of the year last year at Manly, still sitting on the sidelines throughout the preseason challenge. And they come out, beat the Roosters in Gosford. One more offload would have nailed them the 100 grand on Friday night. And Ruben Garrick, who's one heck of a player and can score a hell of a lot of points, when it comes to the crunch on the offload territory, <laughs> boy, did he let that down. But it was okay because it was rush job city. But there are some players there that could well and truly make a difference. And I'll touch on this with Matty Johns, especially on the left edge. Now, we know that Manly have always had, or last few seasons, Hamali Olakowatu on the right side. Dangerous. They've now got Telma Tuilagi on the left side. Dangerous. And they've got a stack of other players to come in as well. So there's danger signs there. It's only preseason. It's only pre-season, but what do you think? Give me a first snap judgment this morning on the Seagulls. Are they the real deal? Things are a lot better than they were just a few months ago, but the premiership proper hasn't started. And here's one for you. Where should they spend the cash? What are they going to do with the 100 grand? Where would you like to see the winning club of the pre-season challenge spend the $100,000? Does it go straight to the top drawer of the boss? Does it go into the players' fund? Do you funnel it back into the community? What do you do with it? Because it's now done and dusted, the preseason challenge. On that, the Sharks impressive yesterday against the new-look Bulldogs. So Cronulla win 36-16. Um, Reed Marnie is going to make a heck of a difference at the Bulldogs. No question about it. And not only that, will make a heck of a difference to those around him. Best service in the game out from dummy half. What impact will that ha have on the Bulldogs who got... Comprehensively done yesterday by 20 points in the end. Viliame Kikau starts his career at Belmore with a try, but then had to go off. And of course, there, there are really good signs from the Bulldogs. But when we get to this preseason challenge question, there's a couple of thoughts here that I want to let you know about that, 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 trans, um, that, that came out yesterday and then also 
got us thinking this morning. So Dale Finucane didn't know about the bonus points rule. <laughs> he didn't know about it. Another seven offloads would have got them the cash, but he didn't know. And I think that's fair enough. It sounds a bit weird, but I reckon that's fair enough. Their coach, Sharks coach Craig Fitzgibbon, said after the match, I was only aware of it too late. I said go for it, but it's really hard. It can change a mentality if you go and chase it, but there's a bigger picture at play here. The thought behind it's great because you want to see footy played. This is Craig Fitzgibbon, but how is an offload more entertaining than a normal pass? I'm not sure. It's a really good question. So out of everything that we saw in the preseason, and we'll have a look at some other games uh, shortly, what do you think about the whole bonus point system and the 100 grand on offer? And did it add anything to the excitement level that you saw across the weekend? One of the key points to me was Fox were keeping their count but had to always have the caveat to say, this is our count, not the NRL's count. So whilst they were keeping count in the Manly game, for instance, got up to nine offloads, it could be 10 once they dig into the stats overnight. If you're going to do it, get it right straight up. That's not Fox's problem. That's the NRL's problem. So if you're going to do a countdown that involves bonus points that could determine the 100 grand and the preseason challenge, it's not the biggest thing, but do it right. You don't sit around in stats world and wait until you get the final ticker tape tomorrow. So get on board with your broadcaster, have one number and make it that simple. So was the offload bonus point system worth it to you? Let me know your thoughts on that one. The West Tigers look good against the Raiders, 36 points to four. The Tigers have still got to get Appy Coruscant into that team and John Bateman's on the way as well. Paid the visa money and he's ready to rumble soon. So can attack under Tim Sheens get them in the eight? Does defence win your premierships these days or can attack, which is clearly what we've seen from the West Tigers, be the difference? What do you think about that? 0457 736 736. The Rabbitohs pile on the points against the Dragons in the charity shield. So South scored seven tries to four, 42 points to 24 in Mudgee. Now, Dragons coach Anthony Griffin, I'm not going to be the first to say it. I won't be the last to say it. And you'll hear it ad nauseum. He's under pressure. He's declared he can fix the Dragons before their season kicks off. So can he? Do you think he can? Can Anthony Griffin turn it around? in the first five or six weeks of the premiership. Because believe me, folks, whether we like it or not, there's a little ticking time bomb there that the media will count down every single tackle, every missed tackle, every play. So can Anthony Griffin turn it around or not? Let me know your thoughts. St. Helens win the World Club Challenge. They beat Penrith 13 points to 12. Vossi and Brandy have covered the old ice in their veins situation this morning. Lewis Dodd finally hits the field goal in the 82nd minute. Now, if you watch this, you not only saw a pretty thrilling game right down to the end, but you saw what it meant to the St. Helens Club to win this World Club Challenge. Wormsley, right outside of the posts. You get a quick enough play the ball, Wormsley. Roby calls the shots. Back it goes. Left foot shot. That's They've it. done it. The little hardback. Lewis Dodd. Lewis Dodd has won the World Club Challenge for St. Helens. Have a look at the reaction of the St. Helens players from the other side of the world. They have come and they have taken the World Club Challenge trophy. And they partied like no tomorrow and good on them. The celebration scenes were fantastic. I wonder if Penrith would have celebrated like that. I mean, a World Club Challenge is a World Club Challenge. 
It's that simple. And for St. Helens to come over here, and we know the slap down that they put uh, on Phil Gould in particular, we know that how, how difficult it is. So for them to celebrate showed how much it meant to them. It was an incredible performance. How much do you read, though, into the Panthers' loss? Because you think about it. It's their first big one. Their first big loss in a decider. It's only a preseason challenge and it's only a world club challenge only. But it's the first time in the biggest stage that somebody's actually knocked them off in the last couple of years. So how much do you read into Penrith's loss? The Dolphins, they start 2023 without a win, start the preseason without a win. They drew with the Cowboys in game one and they got done by Gold Coast 40 points to 16 last night. So the snap judgment here is more of a question, a snap question for you. When do the Dolphins get their first win of the season? So they've got the Roosters round one at Suncorp Stadium. Round two, they're at home at Redcliffe against the Raiders. Round three, in Newcastle against the Knights. Round four, back at Suncorp against the Broncos. And then round five, down to Wollongong against the Dragons. When do the Dolphins get their first win of the season? Let me know your thoughts. Thanks to Snap Fitness with you every step of the way. Snapfitness.com.au. Matty Johns will join us soon.